Hello again, and welcome back to Writing with a Journey, or Writing as a Journey. <laughs> um, I'm still figuring out this whole podcast thing, so bear with me. Um, we're going to be radically vulnerable here. Um, I'm not going to overly edit these things and try to make it look like I'm some master of podcast technology, because I am not. Um, so for this episode, um, this episode is called Another Death. Um, I will be reading a poem of mine um, and talking a little bit about the poem itself um, and expanding a little on um, how I've written these poems that initially appeared on Instagram, now are posted on my blog, and uh, as of this moment are being recorded as podcasts. So uh, this poem is called Another Death. My marriage is made of a thousand endings, a trail of deaths and switchbacks. I packed a bag last week, hid it in the closet, had to pretend its presence didn't comfort me. So um, writing about trauma is difficult. Um, it's also edifying and it's exciting and it's helpful and it's beautiful. Um, but to deny that it's difficult is, is to ignore reality. Um, leaving my marriage was an incredibly, um, I mean, difficult doesn't really seem like the right word. It doesn't seem like enough, but it was, it was difficult. It was hard. It was a struggle. Um, leaving the only long-term relationship you've ever known, uh, leaving the only um, sexual partner you've ever had um, for, you know, uncertainty is, is extremely difficult. And this, this poem is meant to capture the, uh, the uncertainty of not only my marriage, but the leaving of my marriage, because while there were certain things in my marriage that were kind of ambiguous and, and, and filled with, um, like a, a sense of unknowing, the one thing that I knew for sure was that I was a wife. I had a husband, however dysfunctional our marriage was, however, hurtful and, and painful and, and miserable I felt in that relationship, I still had the relationship, which was on its own a kind of comfort. So even if I didn't know where my marriage was going, even if I didn't know what new pain was going to come around the other side, um, even if I didn't really know which trail um, I was on and, and where that trail was leading, I at least knew I was on a trail. <clears throat> Um, packing my bag, I actually, there, there were two times when I packed a bag <clears throat> and prepared to leave my ex um, before I actually did leave him. Um, the first time, I think we had been married for only a few years and we had a really bad fight. Um, 
the early years were just filled with lots of selfishness on both sides. We were very young when we got married. We were incredibly immature and uh, neither of us really knew how to commu with the, communicate with the other person. We didn't really care to learn either. It was really just a toxic situation that was only made bearable from the fact that we were young, hormonal, and had lots of passion. <laughs> like that was really it. Um, and that was the first time I packed a bag. Um, I unpacked it that very night. <clears throat> um, I didn't even finish packing it, if I remember correctly. The second time I packed a bag was a few years later. Um, it was after I'd had my second miscarriage. I was in college and I was just, I was, I was so broken and so desperate for any kind of love that I, I just, I snapped. I, I decided I'm going to pack a bag and I'm not going to be here when he gets home. I packed the bag and then realized that I couldn't leave. I had, um, two cats, uh, two dogs, and two bearded dragons. Uh, I, I couldn't leave them behind. But I also didn't have anywhere to go. I, what, was, what was my plan? What was, I, was I just gonna leave and not tell him? I mean, it was, it was kind of an in the moment impulsive decision to pack a bag. <clears throat> but I did pack it and I kept it in my closet. Um, just to see, I, I hid it in the closet just to see like, how am I gonna feel knowing that this is in the closet? I unpacked it a couple days later. Um, and it was at that point that I realized, I mean, I had been realizing this, but it was increasingly clear to me that my marriage was in trouble, was in big trouble. Um, and that was, <clears throat> I think, the first moment that the uncertainty of leaving started to seem less scary than the certainty of staying. Uh, I didn't quite make that journey until even a few years after that, but and and it's interesting because there's there's kind of an apathy that comes with being in a long-term relationship that is incredibly toxic and where your needs are consistently neglected, invalidated, um, where your spouse is consistently dishonest and withholding. You become just so accustomed to that kind of treatment that you start saying to yourself, it could be worse. Maybe if I left him, you know, sure, I might, I'm, I'd, I'd probably find someone else to be with, but there's no guarantee the relationship would be any healthier than this one. Or, you know, maybe I'll find someone who uh, meets my more emotional needs that my ex doesn't meet, but maybe, maybe that guy won't, you know, maybe he won't 
have a job or maybe he'll have some kind of addiction or maybe he'll be physically abusive. I mean, it was all of these kind of rationalizations for why I was staying in a situation that was making me endlessly miserable. And that's what I'm referring to here with the, um, the poem, the first line, my marriage is made of a thousand endings because it wasn't just the endings where I was packing a bag and preparing to leave or where I told my ex I want out of this relationship or, you know, trying to give ultimatums, trying to enforce consequences. It wasn't just those that were endings. It was also the little things. It was the, the times that I allowed him to mistreat me, the times where I decided that it was easier to just keep shrinking myself than it was for me to keep enforcing boundaries that he wasn't going to respect anyway. Um, and so, you know, my marriage was just filled with so many of those endings. Um, and this poem, I wrote it to highlight the difficulty of, of making that choice to leave. Um, because it's not an easy thing to choose. Um, and this, this poem helps articulate some of that conflict. Um, anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening, for those of you who have listened. Um, if there's any kind of topic that you would like me to cover for my podcast, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed listening. And I will talk to you later. Goodbye.